Peace and blessings, family. It is your ratchet, righteous goddess herself, Dem Chakras. Make sure that you follow the podcast at Dem Chakras, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Anywhere that you can find a podcast, you can more than likely find this podcast. I am working on the issue that you guys are having with Apple. I'm sorry. I know it looks like there's only like seven episodes up for you guys, but there's actually 22. Um, So I'm working on that with them. Um, So if you guys want to follow me over there on Spotify, you can find it with no problem. Stitcher, Spreaker, Google, all that good jazz. Um, Make sure that you follow me for your motivational minute each and every weekday on Instagram at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Make sure that you follow me over on Twitter because that's where you get most of the ratchet and a lot less of the righteous. Um, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. And hey, y'all. Like, hey. (laughs) If nobody has told you today, let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And y'all, I've been going through something. I've been dealing with something. And um, a lot more of my lower frequency has taken over in this situation than it ever could anything else. Like, I was very violent for the past couple of days. And I didn't act off of any of my, like, violent thoughts. But protecting my peace is so fucking important to me that sometimes I really feel like I gotta fuck some shit up and knock some shit over. And I never wanted it to get to this point. And it has not gotten to this point. And it won't get to this point because I'm an adult right before anything I'm, I'm a fucking adult like I'm a grown-ass woman with a child I got grown-ass bills I got grown-ass shit and eventually you have to push past the things that you're thinking and how sometimes like childish you can be but at the same token I realize how adult I am in this realizing that like my peace is so important that I'm willing to go to war for it like that's just how I feel um, and if at any point I'm ever considered the toxic person in order, you know, because of the order that I'm taking in order to protect my peace, then so be it. I would rather be toxic to somebody in the means of me being problematic to their situation, knowing that my situation over here is cool when it comes down to it, because what matters most is me. And when I, and it sounds bad when I say that, but I'm being 110% honest because in this situation here, there was no altercation. But it was like an altercation was brewing. And that's why I couldn't come to you guys on Thanksgiving and give you guys any like real realness and any type of like real advice because I just, I was thinking straight, but I wasn't thinking clear. And my focus was on something totally different. Um, so quick story time and then we'll get into today's topic. Um, about two years ago, two years ago, about two years ago. Um, we had, so me and my son's father have been living together since 2016. It's currently 2019. Um, from 2016 to 2018, we were in a relationship. 2019 is the first year that we've lived together and we're not together. Okay. So backtrack a little bit. Um, during that time we have had, or we had somebody living with us and I'm not going to get too far into detail because part of, listen, part of your life, you just got to keep private, right? But this was somebody who went from being like a friend to more like a sister wife. And I'm being honest about that. Like it really went from some shit that was cool at first and then it just became too much. And I completely accept my role in it. My son's father completely accepts the role he played in it. I'm not too sure about shorty, but whatever. Um, earlier this year or part of this year was just a really ugly year. Like with her being here and just the pinning against my son's father and I it was just really bad like there were just times where he was ready to pack up all his shit and just be like you two you and her can live here I'm fucking gone um his relationship with his mom was affected by her and it it was just a lot and I again have to accept the role that I played in this by ever saying yes to her living with us and this is a conversation I've had with my mother with my grandmother with multiple women um just 
trying to be like a nice person I also really loved and cared for this person was one of my best friends like all that good jazz and um as of recently earlier this year let me not say as of recently earlier this year it just became too much some of which I was very passive aggressive about a lot of which I was silent about to her and I ended up having to go to my son's father about it and kind of letting him handle it and when it was all said and done um and I I was more open with that person um a very passive route was taken and as of recently it kind of reared its head again and I have so much to say without saying much um so basically again we had somebody living with us went from being like a a mutual friend between the both of us that my son's father introduced us to she ended up living with us for a minute and then she kind of became like a sister wife situation because we were sleeping with her it was a thing like it's no secret like one thing that I'm not gonna do is lie to y'all um and for a minute our situation worked like it looked weird to other people because it was very weird to other people but it just didn't fucking work and we realized that it didn't work because there were no boundaries set there were no discussions really had we were just kind of going with the flow of things and over time it just became too fucking much excuse me so as time went on um my son's father had just kind of had enough I had already had enough I went to him about it um there were like so many like straws that broke the camel's back it was just too fucking much and one day he just kind of had it up to here and he was like you have to go like you have to get all your shit and you have to leave tonight like I don't I don't know where you gonna go I don't know what you're gonna do but you gotta go um she reached out to me a couple days after he told her that she had to leave and like the messages were very like passive I don't know what I did this is really breaking my heart Da, da 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 and I just went on this blocking spree I when I don't have much to say because I feel like it's over then it's over like I'm making the decision that for me it's over it might not be over for you but it's over for me so and I don't feel like closure is mandated I'm sorry I'm just one of those people like if somebody was to do the same shit to me I would have to deal with it like that's just who I am no matter how many questions I had if this person just if this person chooses not to answer my questions who the fuck am I to you know like push my want onto this person it's just not gonna happen so over time I was getting these messages and then the messages stopped and then I just kind of blocked them on everything couple maybe a couple weeks after that after that cut off um I started getting these like random text messages on my phone from like this text now number my son's father was getting them for a minute okay okay to a point and of course it's never been like confirmed we too fucking old for these games but like we're both kind of like in an agreement that it was her playing on our phones I don't know why but let me also preface this with saying that within the time of me knowing her this is something that she she did like to other people and when I tell you that I know her because I've seen things and although I didn't agree with it like I saw it and I never said anything which I also feel like again was a boundary that I should have set and didn't there was just a lot of growing that I've done after this situation um it just it it fucked with me like I just I was watching things happen in front of me that I should have said something about and I didn't so now that I'm in this space and certain things were happening I realized that like damn this is that person like I don't need any type of like scientific proof even after talking to um I call her my sister-in-law my son's father's sister talking to my sister-in-law um talking to my mother-in-law who is my son's father's mother um 
just talking like there it was just a lot of confirmation like my gut never lies my mom was coming to me my best friend Kiera was coming to me like listen bitch like you know what it is right so whatever so um for a couple of months everything was like cool right nothing was going on everything was cool fast forward to like a maybe like a week ago um she kind of came back into the picture um reaching out to my son's father who had not yet like blocked her or anything and it's not because he didn't want to block her my son's father is one really fucking oblivious and two very nonchalant and just a very like I don't care kind of guy so it's just like if you ain't hitting me up like I really don't feel the need to block you like I don't need to block you on social media because he's not really on social media like that like he's just not um, so he's like, I don't have to block you on social media because I don't be on social media. I don't need to block you from my phone because, like, I ain't reaching out to you. You ain't reaching out to me. I really don't, like, feel a fucking need. I'm not going through all that. Um, because I just feel like he, and this, these are things that he said. I just feel like if you're an adult, like, you, you know what not to do. Like, you know not to reach out to me. Right? But he's also a person who is, like, a conversationalist. So, like, if somebody from his past does pop back up and says, hey, he will say hey back like there's a lot that you have to do in order for you not to you know for him not to speak like you have to like have killed his cat or something excuse me in order for it to like be a thing or like said something about his child or something of that nature everything to him is like really minute because it takes forever to press his buttons but after everything that happened y'all I really like to this day and after we had a conversation he was just like this shit is mad fucking dumb and I honestly don't know why I did it and he like apologized to me and he's just like yo I just want this shit to be over I'm like yo I want this shit to be over anyway I say that to say because when she reached back out to him it was in reference to like a couple things that she still had here um and at first it was just kind of like like I wasn't being petty like I wasn't responding because I didn't have anything nice to say like I didn't I didn't like nothing that I was gonna say like it was just gonna become not a rundown of things, but it just would have been me saying shit that just was like unnecessary. Like shit that I have felt previously that I'm like triggered by because like you reared your head again. So like now I'm just saying shit. And I person and I don't feel like I should catalyze a conversation. Like so in order for me not to say anything, I'm just not gonna say anything. Like that's me trying to be adult about the situation because I also know myself and I know that like I can say some really hurtful shit. I can hit really below the belt. I can be a true fucking jackass. I could be a real bitch like a lot of the time and I just don't want to be. So I don't. So I don't say anything. Like I I really don't say anything. I mind my fucking business. It ain't no subliminals. Like I just, I don't fucking, I don't, because I don't, I care, but I don't fucking care. Like I care because why are you back? But I don't fucking care enough to ask you, like, what do you want? So, um, she had gotten in touch with my son's father and when he didn't respond for whatever reason, um, because he didn't know where the stuff was, she then reached out to me via, um, the page that Kiara and I run together. So she reached out to me via that page. I also wasn't able to say anything back because the message was just unnecessary. It was long as fuck and it was just unnecessary and it was like a lot of passive aggression behind it and then she texted my son's father yesterday and it was just a bunch of like passive aggression in that and like low-key like and for females like and I'm more so talking to women at this point because men 
they don't really see it but like as females y'all know how catty and how like unnecessary some females can be right and when you're trying to make yourself relevant in a situation where you're no longer relevant you'll do whatever because we're women have done it and even if you've never done it you know somebody who has who has done some shit like oh i left my toothbrush at your house can i come get it or you know like sent the toxic thanksgiving text sent the toxic you know birthday text whatever the case may be like that shit but the message from yesterday was like it was like a low-key passive aggressive threat like something about like her one of her siblings um feeling a certain type of way about the whole situation and uh you know like she's willing to come and get the stuff but you know like she's not thinking straight because you know some things that i guess like she's feeling and i took that as a threat like i really i felt a certain type of way again i did not respond like i saw the message and i left it alone i literally talked to my son's father and i communicated with him i talked to my my sister-in-law um sierra about it i talked to my best friend kiera about it and everybody said the same thing like listen just mind your manners and just kind of keep it cool um and I did I never when I tell y'all that this entire time for the past like two weeks that this shit has been going on I have not personally said any fucking thing there's not been a text a, a tweet a nothing like there's nothing that I have said to her personally at all because again I just I didn't feel the need I communicated through my son's father because that's what I had to communicate through I got the shit together I bagged the shit up and that was it right like that was done He's going to handle it from here. And then after this, it's done. That's a conversation that we've had. She would just no longer be a thing. What? And I say all that to say this. Um, <laughs> excuse me. After dealing with this matter and like talking to my mom and talking to my, my mother-in-law, talking to my son's father's mother, um, they both said the same thing is that she is a narcissist. And the entire time that her and I were friends, I would have never thought of that until... I got to this point in my spiritual journey and I sat down and I kind of like analyzed everything and I kind of had to do some shadow work because y'all when I tell y'all that I was like having an out of body experience like my leg was tapping my eye was jumping and I was ready to like flip some fucking tables because I just I don't like when people talk to me a certain type of way or talk about me a certain type of way and like I know her and I know that she's done this shit before and then it's the stuff that's being said after that that makes me feel a certain type of way and this is how I knew that she was a fucking narcissist right because there was an instance previously when she was dealing with somebody and she was sending him these texts and like her and I used to share a room. So, um, she was sending, she was sending a text to like this guy I, I, she used to date or like talk to or whatever the case may be. Um, and she read the text message to me. And then after that, she was like, I really don't mean that shit. I'm just trying to see if he responds. Um, and there were other times where she's like, I just really want to see him. Like, I know I shouldn't be going over there, but like, I'm going to say whatever it is that I have to say, you know, in order to get close to him, whatever. Like there's just been fucking instances and there've been instances where she's like, you know, lied about things, you know, like told people like, there are moments where I really think that she was going to hurt herself, but there was other moments where like, it was just like over-exaggerated and it just, it makes me uncomfortable. And the more that I talked to my mother and my mother-in-law about it, and even talking to my sister-in-law, I realized that I was dealing with the narcissist. There are like 13 things that narcissists do that she does a lot. And that was like the, the turning point for me. So I read a lot of books. I have a lot of learning material. I have a lot that I pull from because I just, I really want to like know more just kind of like about behavioral therapy and just cognitive behavioral therapy, how the mind works, um, things like that. Because I feel like your thought process is where everything kind of like starts. Like your brain is like the powerhouse of, of everything. And that's where everything starts. So I'm trying to get 
hit to like her powerhouse. Like I and, and this has nothing to do with me trying to like overpower or like do the absolute fucking most. None of that. What it was was I literally was trying to get to the bottom of what the fuck because I didn't I didn't see it at first. And now that I've seen it, I'm like mad fucking uncomfortable. Like I'm super fucking uncomfortable. Like I I really can't put it past myself that I dealt with the narcissist for this fucking long. And I just think about like some of the arguments that we had, some of the times that we went back and forth and like some of like the riffs that we had, some of the shit that she said and like like bitch, what? Like I'm I was really dealing with a narcissist. 13 things that a narcissist does. And the reason why I'm making this is again, like this is like my therapy, but at the same token, I feel like some of y'all might be dealing with narcissists and just not know. So like, this is a checklist. This is a narcissist checklist. This was in one of my reading materials. And this is a narcissist checklist. It's, um, it's by Sue Fitzmaurice, who's an author. And it's, um, it, this was on one of the, her Facebook posts. Um, and I use multiple things from Sue, like multiple things, but this was the checklist that I found that I'm just like, yo, like I'm keeping it. Um, so the first thing is two-faced critical, two-faced critical of others behind their backs. This shit would happen so fucking much. It was ridiculous. Like there was a point where, so she, she didn't agree with like what my son's father was doing and she would come to me about it and then would say things like, I'm not saying this to you because like, I want to hurt you. I just feel like, you know, like you need to know like what he's doing because you know, you're in the middle of this and I just don't like what the fuck it is that he's doing, but was like going to him. And even like he would show me text messages where it's like, you know, go ahead, bro. Like do your thing. You know, best friend, you know, I support you. What? Like bitch, what? Um, blames others for failures. Anytime some shit did not go right. It was ne- very, very little times would she take responsibility for the shit that she was doing. Acts different in public and in private. I really don't have much time to go into that, you guys, because it would be like too many fucking instances. And the more that I think, the more that I think about it, I'm just really uncomfortable. Four is unreliable. Like, can never come through for any fucking thing. Late all the fucking time. Like, ridiculous. Superior attitude. When it came to men, like men, what? When it came down to men alone, there were moments where like, there were like peak daddy issues and you just like, sis. And then there were other moments where you're just like, you, you really, you really think you got the one up. Okay. Like, that's fine. That's fine. But in, in the face of that same, like, you know, person, it just that same superiority was not there. It was an inferiority at that point. They felt very submissive. It was, it was weird. Like there were moments where she had like these lashing out. It was, I don't want to say scary. It wasn't scary. It was just concerning. Um, lives in a fantasy world of porn affairs and dreams of fame. I don't have much time to go into that, but like, uh, there's just too many instances. Seven distorts facts to suit your own agenda. Again, I don't have time to go into that. Like, I think one time was the, like, the one time where I really knew that something was, like, bothersome. Not bother, like, it raised the red flag. It was one of, and I hate using the word red flag. There's so many words that I hate using nowadays because they're just overused. But one of the most, like, problematic times or, like, a really big red flag 
was um there was a point where like she was taking more like scandalous photos or more like provocative photos and reposting them online and like one of her parents I think her mom or something said something to her and she was just like it's my body and you know like things of that nature and then like she was sending like naked pictures to people and like that got leaked at one point it was it was just a thing and like sometimes it would be like a like when we talked to her about it it became like a shutdown thing like you guys are right you know like but when it came to like her mom it's like this is my body my choice it it was a thing it was weird um irresponsible with money yo like what what for the longest fucking time like fitting the bill for everything trip to atl all that like what um only emotionally available when they want something. Now, that is something... I don't want to say emotionally available. She was emotional all the time. Available seems like never. Um, I will say that some of the instances, like when I saw her interact with men, that does seem to like reign, reign true. Um, lack sympathy for others. Very little sympathy. Very. Especially in like situations... Like she... Again, so she was dealing with this guy for like a long time amount of time. Um, and like his dog or something died and she just really just like, he was really fucked up over it. And then she just was kind of like, she just, it just was no sympathy there. Like in his face, it was just like, Oh, you know, it'll be okay. And there was like, his fucking dog died. Like whatever. Um, I really didn't have any sympathy for, cause I didn't know him. And then everything that I did know about him, I just really didn't like, because I felt like they were problematic for each other. Um, 11 controlling. I don't, she, she wasn't very controlling. Um, not in our instance. And I think because I have such like an alpha female type of like attitude and my overall behavior, it was really hard for her to try to be that in this household. Um, but when it came down to like other instances, yes, very much controlling. Um, 12 provokes people, then blames them for the fight. Again, if you only knew, if you only fucking knew. And the last thing was can't admit mistakes. And like, even now in like previous conversations, like the more I think about it or the more that I've looked back at like, you know, like old conversations or old text messages, there was never an accountability for any fucking thing that like she played a role in. It was just like, I don't understand what I did. I, you know, like I really just, I don't understand like why we can't talk about this. And even in the times where we could talk about it, it, there was never like an, okay, I see where you're coming from. It was always just like a bunch of like mediocre apologies and like no change in behavior. And the more that I started to realize that, I'm sorry, my sunshine joined the party. The more that I realized that there was no accountability for like actions or behaviors the more that I was just more inclined to just be like I can't do this shit anymore and I think that that was why after all that time of being so fucking passive aggressive and really like trying to make the shit work and really trying to be the bigger person I couldn't do it anymore I really couldn't there was not a conversation to be had because it was just a revolving cycle of bullshit and there is a YouTuber by the name of Richard Grannon who talks a lot about like narcissistic behaviors and narcissistic tendencies. And I have really been spending like a lot of time in like his live coaching lessons and just overall like reading material and really looking at things when it comes to dealing with narcissistic people. Because my mom is a slight narcissist and that's something that she admits to. Um, it's a little different with her children, but with like people in general, my mom can be very narcissistic. And I've I've come across narcissistic people and even in my lifetime I feel like maybe even at a point there was a codependency in her and I's friendship 
um, because I wanted so bad to just like help her heal and like help her to get through things. And there was just no change in behavior. Like other than like getting a really good job, like she works at a really good job and just the overall, like her, I guess like overall, like taking care of herself maybe has increased, but there's still a lot of dependency on other people. And the fact is though she's like fighting for relevancy in like my son's father's life and he just really wants to be done with it the text messages are like really short and there or there is no response for like you know weeks at a time and it takes for her to ask a question in order to get an answer and my son's father really hates to be the bad guy unless he has to be the bad guy and after yesterday's conversation that him and I had he's just kind of over it and it took for him to have a conversation with one of his male best friends in order for him to kind of come to um an agreement with himself and to really kind of come to grips about what it was that he was feeling like what he was actually feeling and he realizes that um it it takes a lot to try to deter or to um separate two like two ways of thinking and the one way that he sees her and then the other way that he sees her he can only see her in one way like there's no way that like they can be just friends again um just because of shit that's just been done and there's no there's no undoing that like you've done what the fuck you've done and it is what it is and the only way the only way to solve a situation with a narcissist is to just no longer deal with the narcissist narcissistic people never change their behaviors i've never heard of a narcissist changing their behavior at all unless it's some you know some some type of um benefit to them and when there is no benefit to them they just won't do it and it's so scary. It's so scary to know because, like, I've come across just, like, narcissistic people. And I realize that I've had to, like, either distance myself from them totally, like, cut them the fuck off. Or, like, the only time we talk is, like, once in a blue moon because there's no way in hell. There's no way in hell would I be in a relationship, would I be with a friendship, would I be in like a business partnership with somebody who just cannot see the error of their ways, somebody who is not willing to compromise, somebody who's not willing to, you know, like separate their ideology from, you know, like your ideology, even to agree to disagree. Like they have to be right. They have to have the one up. They have to be the leader. They have to be number one. And it's bothersome. And a lot of it comes from trauma from like when they were younger because nobody's born a narcissist. And a lot of it comes from just like a lack of entitlement in their life. So they've had to take on this entitlement and everything else because they weren't able to kind of have that when they were younger. And then part of it is just like when you you kind of box yourself in and you're very like um, introverted and you don't talk to people and you don't really care to talk to people because maybe there's a fear or maybe there's some social anxiety. I've noticed that um, sometimes narcissistic people come out and those, you know, come from those tendencies as well. There's a lot of just like seclusion in narcissistic people's lives, no matter how um, extroverted they are there's a lot of introversion with them because it's like my house my rules and everything that they do they're like only it's like an only child syndrome even if they have siblings and it's just it's not scary anymore it's just really sad and it's unfortunate and when I was experiencing this I would have never known like I would have never known and if you're in a situation where you're experiencing you know like somebody with some narcissistic tendencies like what we've talked about today and you just kind of can't shake the feeling like your gut is telling like my gut has been telling me for the past two weeks that like this shit is just not right and like you just kind of want to be done with it and I'm very uncomfortable and I just don't want to deal with it anymore I don't want to deal with her anymore um I can't be anything but defensive I can't <coughs> you okay okay I can't talk you know I can't talk to her I don't want to talk to her I don't have a a want or a need to talk to her 
Um, when it comes down to like other narcissistic people that I've come across, I have no want or no need to want to deal with these people. I work with a narcissist and there's just, there's no changing people. There really isn't. And you just, you kind of have to learn to bite the bullet no matter how bad it hurts and just kind of fucking deal with it for what it is in the time that you have to deal with it and just know that after you're done dealing with it, you just don't have to deal with it again. And it's all in your choosing. Like if you're choosing to be around somebody that just cannot see the air of their ways and everything is just me, 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 and they just, they can't seem to shake the idea of actually, you know, being there for other people. Like I, I personally know of times where she's like really been over backwards for us but will not let us forget it and that shit it's, it's just fucking bothersome like I don't like when people do shit like that I really don't I don't like when people are narcissistic and it's not anything that you can change or anything that you know like you can find it in yourself to you know like deal with you just have to put yourself in a situation where you know like it's easier said than done and again it's it's easier said than done but it has to be done like narcissistic people are just individuals who are just never going to change and that is one thing that I just had to learn to accept and in accepting that I just feel so much better like cutting ties and just no longer being cool with this person I don't have anything to say after all of this said and done and I am just I feel like a weight's been lifted off of my shoulders. I don't have any tips for you guys when it comes down to this. I really don't. The only thing I can say is just that this is not um this is not a fight worth fighting. So just be done with it. Protect your peace at all times. Like knock whatever the fuck it is that you have to knock over in order to, you know, get your point across when you feel like, you know, like maybe your life is in danger or, you know, whatever the case may be. But if you can avoid that at all costs, avoid it at all costs. Cut the person the fuck off. Remember that closure is not fucking mandated. You don't owe this person an explanation. And how many times have they done some shit without explaining it to you? Like understand keep that same energy reciprocate that shit back they don't like it but it's not really about what they don't like it's about you at this point and you are what really matters I I'm just glad that it's over like I really am glad that it's over and I I don't wish ill upon anybody like I want everything in her life to go well I just really hope that one day there is a wake-up call for her to the point where she can accept her narcissistic behaviors and kind of like start conversations off like that like hi my name is and I'm a narcissist and you know to go from there just to kind of give people the fucking heads up and in a perfect world that would happen but <laughs> I don't see that happening anytime soon um I wasn't gonna be in front of y'all long today I just really needed to purge that and to get that the fuck out and my god it feels good um Again, make sure that you follow the podcast at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. If you guys have any questions regarding like narcissism or narcissistic behaviors, or if you feel like you're in a codependent situation or you want more in, you know information about codependency, definitely hit me up. All links to the reading material and like um, visual material that I use um, when it comes down to co you know cognitive behavioral therapy and narcissistic behaviors I definitely put definitely put in the description bar below um, this episode and again if nobody has told you today let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you and I will talk to you guys next week